Wow. Okay, we're going. It's being recorded. Super excited to be here. Christine, I'm so glad that you're here. I really am. And I know that you have a lot of experience. Uh, you know, your show uh, tonight is how you created and continue to create some some successful techniques with your ADHD daughter uh, to thrive and grow. And I know you've got two daughters, and um, one, the, your ADHD daughter is nine, and your other one is four. So, um, but I know it's been challenging, hasn't it? And will it always be challenging? Do you think, or or do you think that at some time, point in time they level out? Let's start there because I will. I have lots of questions, and I know people that are listening now or listening later will appreciate what you're sharing. So, please share with us. Thank you again, Terry. Um, so when we started on that journey, where I thought, hmm. Something's going on. Um, you know, my husband was not on board in the beginning. Still don't quite know who he is now. But, you know, I've done reading. I follow a couple of groups on social media. Uh, and one has been really amazing. And I think it just depends on the person. Right. Some, people, some people learn how to... Uh, I guess work within themselves in, in like if someone was dyslexic, they know they have strategies and tools they can use to better themselves as they get, you know, into adulthood. So right. I think that's the same thing that happens with ADHD or, um, you know, if someone, I actually have a friend whose son is 12 and he was born with full eyesight and um, over time, they've learned he has a degenerative, degenerative eye condition, and so eventually he'll be totally blind. So he's having to learn how to see fully at one point in his life, and now, wow, he's he, you know, he has to learn braille. But his dad, who is my friend, has said, you know, people consider it a disability, but it's really not. You just have to learn how to make it work for you, and I think that is something that we that I have to just learn. I don't think she'll some people say they outgrow it, some people don't. Um my brother has ADD um and I was on medication when I was a kid and um definitely there's some similar similarities and my right. mom sees it. Um and I think as now that we are older I think he definitely sees it more and more and so he has learned to like figure out what works for him. Like you can't really talk to him and have like three people talking because it's just, he's just, he's going to tune out. Um, and it's like too much noise. Um, so he usually has to, you know, I think you just got to know yourself. And I think, you know, females and males are different and then right. obviously different, different personalities of, of yourself or, you know, they have to accept that there is, um, I don't like the word different, because that has a bad okay. connotation, but um, just, you know, they think a little bit differently, like we all do. So, you know, I think that, uh, it, I don't know, I have an answer, like when, well, you know, will she be on medication forever? I, I don't know. Um, is it a hard decision to do that? Absolutely. Um, was a decision that had to be had? Yes. At the time, yes. And continues to be. Well, that's, 
I I hear what you're saying, by the way. That's an interesting perspective. But your daughter, not but, and your daughter is super creative. I, I was watching, or you sent me a picture that she drew. I was like <laughs> blown away by it because is ADHD, are these kids typically more creative, like art? And uh, I don't know, because your daughter seems like she's going to be a great artist. And I know um, you're talented. That's one of the things that you do is you're, you went to school for interior design, uh, which you had talked about on the last show that we did together. But is your daughter, uh, Christine, is your daughter like that? Is she, de- she likes to decorate, she likes to draw? Is that like an outlet for um, her? Or is it yeah, a passion so for think- her? Uh, yeah, I think with, with um, you know, these what they call neurological disorders is happens to be my daughter loves, she loves right now, she's into Legos and she's into drawing and she was really supposed to be listening to school and all of a sudden she's standing next to me when I'm on, on my own work phone call and, and look what I drew and I'm like, I want to get mad at her because she should be listening, but I'm like, did you just draw that? And then she's like, come look. And she showed me. And I'm like, how is it possible that my daughter can do this such detail at the age that she is, but because she loves it. So like my brother doesn't know how to draw. I mean, I I only say that because that's the closest person that I know doesn't love to draw, but he's really good with his hands. I think Samantha's really good with her hands. I think that everyone has their, their thing, I guess, that they like to do. And so when she likes something, she's going to do it. Um, And we do have artistic abilities in both sides of our families. So it doesn't surprise me that she is. Um, But I definitely don't, like, I encourage that. Like, if you come to my house, there's going to be markers and crayons and all kinds of you know, creative things that you can do. And I even show her how to like use other things in our house to like make something, you know, whether it's, um, there was a box we just had and she was like, I'm like, Oh, maybe you could use this to like do something to your Barbies. And like, next thing I know, she's like turning it into some kind of canopy thing, like the the doll at the beach and whatever else. And, um, and it was just a folded, a nice, folded piece of cardboard the way ever it was folded like angles and whatever so she you know reused that I mean that tends to get a little crazy too because then you become a hoarder because she's like I'll keep this for this one Sammy <laughs> but you know so there's two sides to that but I think part of it is like they get focused on one thing and they what they love and they they try to stay um you know there I mean she can build a Lego set of 800 pieces in probably an hour. And I'm just like, what? Um, but again, I think that's what she likes. Building, right. creating, um, doing. She has a great heart. So I think it's just depends on the child, the upbringing. Um, obviously, gene- it's a genetic disorder. So that plays into it. I don't think it's one size fits all. I think it's a very gray um you know, disorder, as I, they call I, it. I don't really I, like that I, word either, but. No, I understand. But I, you're saying, so ADHD is a genetic disorder, right? Like, um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's, it's hereditary. Okay. It can be, yeah. Mm-hmm. So your brother mm-hmm. has it, your daughter has it. So um, I'm a half-full cla- half kind of girl. Like, I look at the glass half-full. Mm-hmm. Sorry. 
about that. Um, mm-hmm. So you're, you're, what you're telling me is she's extremely creative. I wouldn't know how to do what she's doing with the canopy. Um, I wouldn't even think of mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking at it from that perspective, if she's t- entirely focused on creating mm-hmm. like art, you know, the picture she drew and you showed it to me, mm-hmm. she drew that, she didn't trace it. She actually drew it, right? She drew it, yeah. She The picture, wow. again, she was supposed to be listening to her Zoom, and she was listening to um, calming music, and that was, like, the cover of whatever album she was listening to. So she drew the album of whatever music she was listening to on a dry erase board. That's In amazing. black and white, and the picture happened to be in color. But, um, yeah, she likes... She's definitely, um, she's always been creative. Like, she always has markers or pencils and a little notebook with her all the time. In the car, in both cars. Right. So she does, Mm -hmm. so she has all that going on. Uh, Now, the, the, and your brother's like that, too. He's creative with his hands. Your daughter is. Uh, I know that you're an interior designer, so you're obviously creative with your hands. Um, Mm -hmm. So you can look at it like, I know she drives you crazy sometimes, right? So uh, successful technique is that she's got the pen and paper with her. And I know that you uh, had something Mm -hmm. that you put on on the uh, page, the group page that we're, you know, with uh, some of the things that we're doing all of us together. And uh, she Mm -hmm. draws on the computer too. Did she teach herself how to do all that? Did you teach her or, or did somebody teach her? No, she, she, um, she did it herself. Um, I think, um, again, I think she finds these apps and like most kids, you know, she, she didn't do a lot of that stuff in the beginning. And then now she's getting older in school, like she definitely is, but, um, her art teacher, um, also makes it really fun to learn how to be creative um, and I think her and I are very similar in that. Like, we like everything creative and, the, like, even the weirdest things um, to be a creative spin on it. But I think, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever's happening with your child is, you know, listening. I mean, I was just telling Terry that right before this podcast and meltdown happens at my house and she's crying and I'm crying and I'm like, I, you know, I have to go and I needed to like give myself a minute and I poured myself a glass of wine and here <laughs> I am. And tomorrow will be a new day because uh, you just have to, you have to be able to be flexible with, again, it could be anything with a child. So, I, I'm, I'm, hearing what you're saying. I'm sorry to interrupt, but so you're, you, this brings up another question. Um, she's she is very good at being creative, as we talked about tonight so far. But I also know the flip side. With every every good, you have a not so good. You're saying she mm-hmm. does she have temper tantrums? Because I, you know, one of my friends has a child. She has she has temper tantrums. Mm-hmm. She um, something as little can set her off. Um, but also that is also part regulation of medicine and as she's growing and it not working, she's also trying, she's sometimes in a, what they call flight or fight mode. Okay. And so you have to redirect 
and those little things. Again, and I didn't know obviously any of this. You just have to read about it. And 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 there's other people around that help in that group I mentioned to you. There's actually a couple of kids in there that are over 18 that have it that are the voice of the young adult to the parents who are trying to understand this 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 big you know thing of you know ADHD or or ADD, which is a different, I mean, there's autistic, which, you know, my daughter is not, but, but it, but it, it's still in the same kind of disorder that fits in, into this that, that I understand. But um, right. yeah, she's very forgetful, like in two seconds, very forgetful, completely disorganized all the time. We, you know, just spoke to the doctor about that. And the flip side is I'm highly organized. So I had, I have to every day remind myself that, you know, we all can be organized and, but definitely disorganized. Her room is always a mess. Her drawers are always a mess. Her art stack of stuff is always a mess. I mean, it's just one of it. She gets, you know, irritable, but then there's the other side. She's a uh, K4 principal immediately said she's going to be a leader, but she needs to know basically her place in school and learning and not always be in charge. So, and I think she kind of starts hinting in a way of like, cause you have to, it's a usually diagnosed at like, um, uh, I think it's first or second grade. And I think it also depends on the sex, whether it's female or male, it just depends. And then she's got, there's a great podcast I listened to called attitude so AD, ADD but attitude and it's a great it's actually a, it's a great podcast to listen to about right. how to 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 deal with that um it's very exhausting um but you know apparently that's what I signed up for at whatever time but um you know nine years ago but but there's those things like I definitely want her to be a leader and be able to stand up on her own later in life, but also know like we all can't have it our way the way we want. Um, right. You have a reason for why you're doing what you're doing. Like, you know, hey, like we put our backpack here when we come home and we empty it. So in the morning, we're not running all over the house trying to put a backpack and a folder and a book and a pencil, and then there's full on meltdown before we have to go get in a car and race to school so we're not late. Because that gets exhausting. I'm sure, because you've got not only, you've got one that's nine and one that's four. Is um, I'm going to ask you this question. I didn't tell you I was going to ask you this. I didn't tell her a lot of questions. I just, because I, I just wanted her to be you, uh, uh, to share with us. Mm-hmm. But does your other daughter, uh, she's four, is she showing any signs of the, not that, uh, yeah, no, she, she, she's not, um, she is not, um, I'm definitely paying close attention to that. She is not, but again, she's four, like, but at four, I started to notice a little bit, I think now in retrospect, you know, and obviously over the years that we've been kind of working on this is I don't think so, um, right now, um, what I fear is that the attitude, the sassy pants, the, the disorganization, whatever, is going to um, trickle down to my second daughter and then right. think that all of that stuff is okay, you know. But she's, she, again, she's, she's, she's my easy one. 
As as Tariq calls her, she's my fairy child, which is probably true. <laughs> yeah, she's the cutest little well, they both are cutest buttons, you guys who's listening now yeah. or later. They really are. And you have done such a great job and you and you and your sweetheart, your husband as both of you have different ways of uh you know, challenging them and being with them. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this. Does she have, um, she uses that creativity. And when she focuses, when she likes to do something, she focuses, right? You were telling me that you guys have done yes. volunteering. Yeah. And sometimes it's actually, yeah, it's actually the opposite. She like wants to finish. Like if we need to go somewhere uh-huh. and she's been working on it and she wants to finish it before we go anywhere. So if I start to see her try to do a project before we have to go to school or someplace with a beat a specific time, I try to redirect because I know if she likes whatever she's doing, she's going to want to finish it and it'll be like, you know, a battle to get her to stop and, you know, leave. It's getting better for sure, but you have to talk through everything, constant rewards. Um, I think it's just something you have to learn you know, that we're learning every day. And, and the one thing that I've had to just say to myself is the guilt is, ter- you know, is a lot. Like, am I doing it right? Why, you know. So that's the other part of that as a parent is, are you doing the right thing? Will I mess them up later in life? You know, what if I made right. the wrong decision? I mean, those are things that I deal with on a daily basis. And I just, you know, I have to have my me time to, like, burn it off. <laughs> Well, she's having me time now. You guys, she's listening now, and, and I appreciate her taking the time because we, she and I both have had some long days today, or long days, probably been six days packed in one, I know, for you two as well. So, yeah, um, yeah right? So, yeah, how do you mm-hmm. punish, like, okay, discipline is a big thing, obviously, in your house, right? You Huge. got two girls. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. how do yeah. you, I wanted to ask this because do you discipline like you discipline your four-year-old or do you have to do things differently? Because uh, she's sensitive, right? Well, they both are, but how does that work? You know, and I heard you say something about the reward system. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if any discipline has really worked. I think it's, again, the situation. Um, so the four-year-old, she, she, I don't want to say she doesn't really do anything bad, but she really doesn't. Um, for them, at least for her, she doesn't like timeout. Like, it goes to a much deeper place than I, I just, she, like, freaks out because she wants to be around you. So I just tell her, you know, we got to take your toy, got to put it in timeout. And so we'll put in timeout, and then she'll ask me when she can get it, depending on what the situation is. And then maybe I'll say, well, in an hour or, you know, when the, so I'm teaching her numbers, right? So look at the clock and whatever the time is at four, when it says four, oh, oh, then, you know, the other one, um, I don't know, <laughs> every day is different. I think with her is, I was telling Terry, um, when she comes by, she'll see a couple different boxes in different places in my house. I call them timeout chaos because there's timeout boxes everywhere because cleaning up is a hard thing. You don't clean up. Okay, well, we're going to take this box the whole box and I go put it away and um, there's no time limit because I think at that time it's hurtful to them, but later on it's not. But part of it is having too many things around make chaos in my house. Um, right. But I think it depends on, on the child. 
you know, taking away time to watch a cartoon or she loves Barbie or she likes this really cool show that, again, is very artistic. So, you know, not doing that or taking time that she can't play with her best friend, which that is the ultimate. Like, that is the ultimate. Um, Not talking to her. Um, I think it just depends. For, I mean, it depends on what it, what it is, but I, um, there's, there's definitely no rule book for sure. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I have to laugh about it because 30 minutes prior to this, I was having a meltdown. So. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm glad you're sharing that with you, with us, you know, so because having a meltdown, that's okay. Right. Because, uh, everybody yeah, has you have to sometimes. Yeah, you got to get it out. Like, you got to get that. Um, I call it my own personal hissy fit. Like, you just got to get it out, and then you kind of got to move on. Because, like, you know, what I call, like, World War Three happens in my house, and, like, ten minutes later, my daughter's hugging me and, like, loving on me, and I'm like, I'm still in the World War Three, and she's not. So... <laughs> I love kids I like that, switch, right? You know, at that time when she's, you know, at nine, loving and hugging and want to cuddle me because in about two years, she's going to want none of that. So you got to take it when you can. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. Yeah, you're right about that. And she was so, my cuddler. She's my cuddler. She was my cuddler when she was a kid all the time. My other one does not like to cuddle at all. She doesn't want you to lay with her. Samantha wanted me to lay with her every night. My little one? Mm-mm. Nope. Oh, she likes her she likes her space. She does. Okay. Well, that, that's cool too. So, um, but you, yeah. so you, you, there's always, like I said, there's always two sides with every story. And so you're saying yeah. that, uh, do you think that part of being ADHD is that she is like the little, um, she's creative. Is that typical with, there's some kind of creative, there's some kind of focus. Cause I've heard that they don't focus easy, but you're telling me your daughter can focus when she likes what she does. They can right? focus on things that they love. They don't focus on things that they don't love. So for them to like sit down and do zoom is like serious torture for her um, in general. And of course she's not fully paying attention um, like on our last podcast, I've been being the IT person in our family, but somehow she's still, and I'm pretty good at it, somehow, and some things that happen with school, like it's just easier her, for her to be online because she gets blocked, and then it's a test, like the test is on a program that's not allowed for her, then I have to log out really quickly and then log me, like it's just, it's not perfect by any means, but um I think they, t- I think in general, they tend to like something, um, something like that. Like whether it's building Legos, drawing, singing, you know, playing guitar, music's really good for them. You know, she's doing karate, which um, has taught her discipline. I mean, they are on her. She starts talking, like to even say one little thing, they call her out. And wow. So, yep. Um, and we've had to move her to the front of the class so that she's not busy with the other things that are going behind, around behind her. So like she, she wants to be like the social butterfly, but you can't always do that when you got to be paying attention. So I just roll with it every day. Try to, at least. 
Well, your husband, I know Frank does too as well, right? He he's got to help mm-hmm. step up and help. Mm-hmm. I have a I have a question here. So, um, you you she's on medication. You she may be yeah. on a rest on a rest of her life. She may grow out of it. You aren't sure about yeah. that, I guess. Time we, will we tell. Don't, right. we, don't know. we don't know. I don't know. Okay. And then the other thing is, so how about food? Does it ha- food and sleep? And uh, I'm asked food, sleep, and COVID. And going to school at home. So, okay. um, food, sleep, COVID. So food, um, I think over time on the medication, well, I know on, medic- on, on um, typical medications for that has a an appetite suppressant to it. It's just part of whatever it is. And so um, we're kind of dealing with that. Um, she definitely likes food, but she's very particular about her food. Like she kind of likes the same thing um but then all of a sudden like she won't like the same thing so it just depends i think that's a fight every night for us um, right in general um i would say co like definitely COVID in general i think you know even even the two doctors her pediatrician and another doctor of hers I had said to them, you know, what is your thoughts on COVID? And they said these kids need to go back because the psychological, emotional, and social part of being a kid is going to hurt them longer than this pandemic as we have because you have a four-year-old who can't share toys in school, a crayon, a piece of paper, their chair, their table, whatever it is, the basic stuff that we all learn as a child, now they fear that they're going to have kids who, I don't want to say selfish, but like that don't know, don't understand the sharing thing, obviously at a young age, I would say my daughter desperately wants to see her friends, like other than her best friends um, for, you know, whatever. And um, they see each other, you know, other ways. Um, But I think that's also hindered them because they can't be independent like they can't be accountable in school they're not with me or my husband so they have to be accountable for themselves and you know raising their hand not talking whatever their schoolwork or whatever so I think that part of it when you're home is different with a parent than with a teacher so yeah that's true there's not mm-hmm. all school with me and I was like no 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 right you don't want your mom to go to school with you right now there's not a choice it has to be right so yeah 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 I think um and I know that a lot of the teachers you know obviously it's controversial with it but I think at at, at the core of the teachers they really want to see their kids they miss teaching they didn't go into teaching just because they, they didn't go to teaching for a paycheck because we all know that they don't get paid enough but yeah. They went because they love to teach kids and in a normal classroom setting, and they're not doing that. They can't do science experiments. They can't. I mean, my daughter loves science. She can't even do an experiment. What she, I mean, you have to do the most basic thing because most of these kids don't have these things laying around their house, right? So they're not even being taught that. So um, I think it's. I think they definitely need to go back. Obviously, I'm not a doctor or an expert on it, but, like, from an emotional standpoint, I would say yes. And I think being COVID also definitely, like, you're with your kids all the time. You're with your your partner or spouse or whatever all the time or 
someone else all the time and you probably get on each other's nerves. There's no break, I think, on a basis from each other and interact with other people. But, you know, we all have to be safe for the better good of, what, all of us? So, Yeah, we're all in this together, I think, is the slogan. We're all in Um, this together, yep. For sure, for sure. And I forgot what the third thing you asked was, food, COVID, and? Uh, food, COVID, and uh, I don't remember now. Sorry, just slipped my mind, too. Um, I'll think over it again, but, um, yeah, I know. I'm tired of myself tonight. But I wanted to be here cause, and, and do this with you because you, uh, you're really good at what you're creating with your children, um, you know, you know mm-hmm. both of them. And, uh, you know, and your daughter, uh, I know you have a lot of patience with her. I know Frank does as well, and uh, she's going to be a leader. Well, she already is. And so mm-hmm. how, my question to you right now is, you know, do you think you don't – do you feel this holds her back, or does it – I'm asking a question, like um, your your friend who has a child that's uh, going blind, mm-hmm. oh, this, is not, yeah. this is not holding him back. Great. I was like, wow, that blew me away. So do you feel the same way about your own daughter? Do you feel it holds her back? Do you feel it creates more? Or- um, I, 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 I don't, I mean, definitely there are times that I feel like, yes, because I feel like my fear is, you know, I personally question, should we have held her back later? Because she will always be the youngest in the class. So her maturity level is always going to be different than everyone. She's a June baby. So again she's always the youngest so I think maybe we should have held her back and younger and so now we're in you know the grade that we're in and you know that I'm fearful for because she gets really sensitive about like that like today I was trying to help her she's like mommy please don't show your face I don't don't want to be teased and I don't know I've never heard the kids tease her but I think that's her herself like she feels like she can't um you know but Right. Uh, I I don't know. I um, I think she needs. I think everyone needs to learn how to channel their strengths and know their weaknesses so that they don't sure. get in their held back. However, however, however that looks. You know, I mean, if you look up ADHD and the most successful people, and and I might be wrong on this, but I think one of them was Albert Einstein. So like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So like, they're so old. Yeah, there's a lot of famous, what we call famous people or influential people that, quote, unquote, were diagnosed with whatever, you know, this is, is that because he was probably focused on doing his love and his passion, that that's how he got there. And all the other stuff to him didn't matter. And that's kind of, you know, I don't. I don't think we'll hold her back. I think she just needs to learn how to live in, in, in that. Like, I like to be neat and stuff. I've had to learn how to let things go. And so, right. you know, I'm not, I've not been diagnosed. I maybe have no idea, but it doesn't matter. But, like, we have to be flexible and, like, I have to learn how to have a messy house. And the world's not going to end if the dishes aren't done. Because it's true, they're not. I can tell you, they're not <laughs> going to be done tonight. <laughs> That's fine. I hear you. I'll survive tomorrow. <laughs> there you go. So we're almost out of time, and uh, 
you know, thank you for sharing. So, you know, I have my daughter. And I don't know. I'm going to share this with you. She's in school, but uh, she was a July baby. And uh, I remember first few years, two, around third, fourth grade, she really kicked in in it, and she got a couple mm-hmm. scholarships. You know, so, mm-hmm. um, but they do eventually catch up, I think. You know what I mean? And, but, yeah. uh, you know, your daughter sounds like she's good in, in certain things. And uh, does she have problems with math by chance, or is math come easy for her? Or, or what's your um, thoughts no, on that? I think, she's, I think she's good at math. My husband's the math whiz, although I've been learning, I've been not learning, I've been doing the math um, with her um, more right oh. now. Okay. But I think if you make it fun for her, whatever it is, it it will work out. But she also feels like pressured and the time thing definitely kind of gets to her that I have noticed in general. Like that time crunch, like oh right. you know, like taking a test where you don't you can know the all everything that's going on and you sit down and take that test and your mind goes blank. So I think, you know, that that pressure kind of bothers her a little bit probably i mean everyone sure. for sure i mean but i think um i think you just have to i take it with a grain of salt although i do get super upset tree knows or i laugh things off or um you know we have a prankster in my house my husband <laughs> by the way he got her again <laughs> oh did he <laughs> So, but again, you know, we, I think we both parent differently and, um, you know, my husband definitely does like the math and they learn math very weird now, common core math, which to me is like the roundabout way to do math. But, um, yeah, so I think we just define the subjects. Like my husband loves history. I, not so much. Um, right. If I need it, I can just Google it. Um, <laughs> I'm with you on that one. That's funny. You know, personally. So, yeah. um, so I think I think once they're in school, I think things will get better. Um, and obviously, we all hope that nobody gets sick. So I, I don't think it will, but we just have to pray um, that it that it works out um, in general. Yeah, you know, whatever works for whatever, whatever whatever's family, you know? Like, my daughter is not going to, my daughter's actually, it's going to be more detrimental if she stays home. You know, I, I they were talking about the school superintendent, because I'm down here in, in Dade County like you are, uh, mm-hmm. talking about it as well. So, you know what? Sometimes you can't have perfect. you got to have the next best thing, and that's showing up and going to school. And, uh, yeah, yeah, kids I mean, need that. I agree. Yeah, so. I mean, they're definitely doing all that they can at the end of the day. They want the kids back in school because there's scientific based evidence that kids in school do excel, you know, because of the interaction. Of course, some people homeschool for other reasons and, you know, that's, that's you know, for them. But at the end of the day, the kids, that, that they're doing everything that they can to protect the kids. Um, right. And that's all that we can, we can ask. I mean, people send their kids to school all the time when they have a little cold. They're not going to stop them, not maybe now, but um, right. you know what I'm saying? They just, so, yep. again, I, I, I don't take it lightly that COVID is here. I have, a, you know, my mother and, and other family members are, you know, of that age, of the older age. Um, I take it very seriously, but 
you know, I, I think it. kids do need to be in school. I do think that. I, I agree daughter, with you. Let me say, my, my daughters, so. Yeah, no, I get you. I know what you're saying, Christine. So, listen, we're mm-hmm. out of time. So, you've been wonderful. Hopefully, we can get a, <laughs> a Facebook page up with her or something where she can put some of these art. Oh, my art- gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like her. Well, uh, I'm just bringing this on. I haven't talked to her about it. <clears throat> Christine is yeah. in mm-hmm. here too, as well. So I'm going to nudge her a little bit over the next week or so. But uh, you've been wonderful tonight. Thank you. So I know you're like, yeah, Terry, thanks for springing that on me. Uh, see, I did it this way. She can't say no. Okay. <laughs> so, anyway, um, I know your mom's coming too. It'll be, it'll be wonderful for your. I, I know she likes being a grandmother. Who doesn't, right? Uh, one day when mm-hmm. I'm one. Hopefully a long time from now because I got a you know daughter mm-hmm. who's just going to school, but uh, yeah you you uh, so they get to spend time with her too for some reasons there and I'm excited for you all of you guys, and I know that yeah, um, yeah uh, we're going to we, Christine will be on again in the next uh, not uh, well I'll talk we'll put it out there for her when she's gonna when she can make a choice which uh, works for her and because uh, she's got a full house and a full business and just a lot of good things there. Uh, but you guys, uh, take care and have a great now, and we'll be back on, on again uh, really soon. And, Christine, I'm going to nudge her a little bit about the art and the and the stuff that her daughter does. She's <laughs> absolutely a great artist. I was, like, looking. I was like, wow, nine years old? Who does this, right? So got a lot of talent there. Mm-hmm. But you see, she gets mm-hmm. it from mom and dad, dad certain things, too, as well. So you want to say goodbye yeah. to everyone, Christine, now and later? Yeah, later absolutely. Too? Yes, absolutely. I hope everyone has a wonderful night. Um, think of one thing grateful before you go to bed, and we'll see you next time. Yeah, everybody, take care. Bye now. Bye. Bye, Christine.